And we're back in the Bait and Switch Podcast Studios. Tonight's guest is Tracy Johnson. We've had a few members of the media here in Milwaukee. We've had people from the Milwaukee Journal and from NPR. Tracy is a talk show host. She fills in for some of the bigger names on WTMJ Radio, and she was a good guest here for us as well. So I hope you enjoy the interview. And as always, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast feeds. In addition, you can find us at baitandswitchpodcast.com, our new website. And of course, through our Facebook page, Bait and Switch Podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners, and if you like what you're hearing, please pass us along to your friends. Your podcast starts now. Hola, bienvenidos. This is Richard Wilson. With this podcast, there are no electives. Every program is a prerequisite. The semester is in session. It's season two of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. This is Chris Beyer along with my co-host as always, Jim Martin. And our guest today is Tracy Johnson. Hello, Tracy. Hello. Great to be here. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Got my radio voice on. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, everything switched up there for a minute. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too. Now that, that leads into our first topic, which is you do radio. Well, I'm actually a fill-in host and then a occasional commentator on WTMJ. So I've been doing that for probably a year and a half. Uh, When the station switched over from the whole journal broadcast and scripts, I had a relationship with Jeff Wagner because they used to do kind of the TV and they would uh, promote the radio show on the three o'clock news. And so I was kind of a fill in there for seven or eight years. And so that relationship led to filling in on the radio and being part of a Reek and Review show. And so now I fill in because they thought, hey, what the heck? And funny enough, um, I I was in radio broadcast um, all through high school in forensics, and I was always second place to a guy named Jay Sorgi, who actually works on WTMJ, ironically. Um, And then when I was looking at colleges, that's uh, what I wanted to go to school for. And I started in that, and then uh, an advisor pulled me aside and said, you want to make money, right? And I said, (laughs) yeah, that would be nice. So we kind of switched out of that. But it all kind of comes full circle because now I get to not only talk about my passions on air and my opinions on air, uh, but I get to see how it's all made. And um, those guys all deserve a ton of respect. Live radio is amazing. It's just amazing. And we, we take it for granted. Yeah. Just doing this little thing, you know, sometimes it feels like, you know, oh, we're live. We're live. But those guys, different story. You well, know, and, they- and while they have a dump button, it's kind of hard to, to catch, I would think. Sure. And when you sure. say something stupid, you can't take it back. And when you go on radio, especially on opinion radio, which is, is very rare, there's a handful of people that, that do it in our community. You, you kind of have to have that, that, personality and it's your brand that you're really taking out there. What's awesome about what I do now, I work for the Commercial Realtors Association for Wisconsin, is that they like that I do this and they like that the brand is out there and uh, that there's, you know, thoughtful leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, and, and I watch myself, I've got a good filter. Sure. Uh, so uh, they and they, there's a lot of trust there. So it, it goes both ways. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask you, do you do a lot of uh, self-censoring? It's funny It's funny that you asked that. I mean, my 
primary job is to to be the president for the commercial association mm-hmm. of, of realtors and and the the radio is is something that I am I'm honored to do and um yeah, I do hold myself back. There have been times when I've had guests lined up and it just so happens to coincide with something going on in Washington. For example, I was I had uh, um, Glenn Grothman scheduled to oh, talk. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was it was at the exact time that there was a big decision being made about some investigation in Washington, D.C. And he kept his interview with me. And, you know, I had actually planned the question it Questions in advance, is, which is what I do to make sure that Good everything plan. keeps right. on time. Right. We should do that. We should. Yeah, we yeah. don't. Well, we don't. I don't. Maybe As you'll find like, out tonight. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Makes it less less interesting. But, um, you know, so so I had uh, Congressman Grothman on the line, and you could hear in the background. You could hear, like, shouting and yelling. I mean, he wow. definitely stepped out to, to do this interview, for, for which I was grateful. But the news director came in and said, you got to ask him about this. you got to ask him about this. And <laughs> It's not on my question list. <laughs> well, and, and and I knew that it would put him in a tough spot. Okay. And it, it was funny what I did, as, as I said to the other guy in the in the studio, the, the, the news... The um, engineer. No, actually, the news director. Oh, his okay. name is, is Eric Bilstad. I said, Eric, this, you, if you want to ask this question, you're asking this question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did. He took the opportunity to ask him. And, okay. Uh, of course, like any good politician, he was sure. able to maneuver that. But, you know, I have to work with these people in my job mm-hmm. um, right. as someone who does advocacy work and some uh, supportive lobbying work. I have mm-hmm. to, you know, these are coveted relationships that sure. uh, I have to be very careful with. It's a it's a fine line that, that sure. I walk. Um, you know, often I'll use it to give them a platform for whatever the issue is. Okay. Uh, but also, uh, you know, I think that politicians and people in powerful positions do benefit from being asked those tough questions. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm pretty good at being able to do that. Oh, cool. You know, right. let me ask you this question. It seems in the last five years, whenever I hear ads for realtor, oh. they, they emphasize the realtor. They don't say realtor. Was there a was there an emphasis and a national level to clarify this? I mean, am I, am I right about that? You are one thousand percent correct. What happened? Let me let me tell you this. It is not what happened to realtor. Realtor. Uh, do I call you a docketer? Right, right, right. No, right. it's realtor. So, so, and it somehow, is trademarked. Yeah. Oh, Unless really? you are a member of the association, mm-hmm. you may not call yourself a realtor. Mm-hmm. It is very intentional. And it is part of a very expensive advertising campaign mm-hmm. uh, that every member contributes to. So at a national oh, level, they got okay. sick of people saying realtor. They did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yes. And they got sick of them spelling it with lowercase letters. So it's all oh, capital letters and ca- you need the trademark. In fact, there is a domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can have your name. So Tracy Johnson that's not my At name. Realtor. <laughs> okay. Chris Beyer. Okay, there you Dr. go. Get it right. Do- right. Dr. Beyer. <laughs> oh, you were a professional. All right, go ahead. Um, it would be Chris oh, okay. mm-hmm. at Beyer mm-hmm. dot Realtor. Yeah, that's okay. trademark. Don't use that again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you bought it. I bought it. Sure. I, just, I, just, I, just, I do think it's weird that they would throw an extra letter in there. Like it used to be realtor, right? It, it I mean, was I mean, that, never that realtor. Used to be, I say used to be, <laughs> no, no, pay wait, attention no, to what we're no, saying. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm saying you hear people say that, and I would always be like, "But that's not anywhere close to how it's realtor." Like, there's no a or it's o. People are lazy. I, I was going to yeah. say it's a lazy thing. Realtor. It's real. Yeah. So realtor. it's important realtor. that realtor. you, as a profession, point out that your customers are lazy. I think that's the <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's very important. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my goal in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the yeah. way, there is a record number 
of realtors now. Wow. I went to the mall the yeah. other day crawling with realtors. Yeah. All everywhere. Can you please stop <laughs> saying realtor? I said realtor. Real, realtor. It's realtor. Realtor. It's two realtor. syllables. Oh, realtor. Realtor. <laughs> we just talked about this. Where were well, we? I was talking about realtor. <laughs> right. That's not good. It's oh, realtor. Oh, it's realtor. Okay. So now we have to have it. You're going to have a lot of editing to yes. do here. <laughs> no, this is all staying in. Yeah, this is this is gold. The other thing that I, I know about real estate is uh, three words, right? Location, location. Location. No, that's, that's it. not it. It's not no, location. No, it's a third it's one. Price? price. I think it's price. Roll, yeah. Location, location. <laughs> Figure it. Get back to me when you know okay. the third word. <laughs> you know, one thing me and Jim have talked about in our podcast before, we've talked a little bit about uh, climate change, is... Uh, one thing they say with real estate is they say, you know, buy it because they're not making any more of it, right? Sure. I'm thinking the deep tunnels, right, in Milwaukee. Let's dig down, take some of the seawater that they're saying they're rising, put that in there, take the land that we've dug out and make new islands and stuff like that, yeah. right? We already did. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, and, and the, isn't the shoreline eroding? Yeah. Don't, can we just put it back? I think instead what you might be able to, and this might be easier, is just build taller buildings. Taller buildings. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So interesting. <laughs> hmm. okay, well, nah. this is from this is from yeah, this, the this the way, expert. Yeah. Right. Right. This is kind of throwing me for a loop. Though. I'm gonna yeah. have to think about. So this we're gonna dig down. <laughs> 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 down. I know that did not go in the direction I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> that's good, probably. Right? I actually think that's a terrible idea. Why? Right. That's <laughs> wow. a good idea. Wow. What? <laughs> what? I mean, that land on there un- underneath us. Who needs it? Let's get it out in the open. Right? What's, it, what's it hiding? I, anyway? I got a guy yeah. for that. I'll, 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 he's he's, he's a not a realtor. He's not a realtor. But he's got like a post hole digger, and he's gonna. <laughs> no, I don't know. Are water levels rising throughout the earth? Have you seen it? Have you encountered it? I have not. I have. They talk about islands going under. This might be unrelated. I got a sink that's backing up. Sure. Do you think that has anything to do with absolutely climate change? For sure. No, it does not. It does it's like a- Am I the only person that knows what's going on here? <laughs> Maybe it's like a, it could be a clog in the drain or it could, or it be, could climate be climate change. change. Right, well, exactly. okay. So right. so not a great segue, but I used to work for an association of plumbing contractors. So Is it plumbing or plum, plumbing? <laughs> okay. Okay. Go. Plumors. 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 Is it two syllables, three syllables? So I actually have enough information and knowledge uh, to know that you're that you're wrong. And um, that you should probably call a plumber. <laughs> I think there should be legislation, honestly, but uh, you're saying plumber. Yes. Take yeah. the easy, easy route. Yes. Right? <laughs> Actually, I've got a great location here, Tracy. All right. You drove down here. I've got a home office, as you might be able to tell. My, uh, my house is about 12 steps that way. Wow. Right? And so my commute is nothing. Okay. To pass the time, I listen to books on tape. Sure. I've been listening to the same book for like 12 years. Okay. But uh, it's it's enthralling. It <laughs> yeah, takes sure, a while. Sure. <laughs> Just like a line or two, it leaves yeah. me in suspense. The last book, actually my favorite book that I read, uh, or I, that I listened to on Audible was um, uh, Shoe Dog. I love that book. I'm okay. a runner. Oh, and okay. it was the story about Phil Knight and oh. Nike. And right. I loved that book. And oh, it nice. just inspired me. Really the importance of branding and marketing and... 
aligning with celebrities and that's what we're doing with you we're aligning with you yeah, right. celebrities. <laughs> right, exactly. yeah. yeah. i teed yeah. that one up for yes. you right <laughs> we had uh we had mitch tyke in here right yes. another slide you've met mitch you said yes you've done with work with mitch um not really work i've, I've seen him uh, moderate panels and you know i'm part of Lots of different community groups uh, for tr- like transit and policy groups, and he's really involved in that. And mm, yeah, sure. I enjoy yeah. I enjoy his voice. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Now that you say that, I'm going to yeah. start using my radio voice. Wow. That's, I don't know how are our voices. I mean, you're on the radio. You're well, professional in some way. Yeah. You you know all about. This are we stuff. tinny? Are we are we annoying? Uh, what I've learned is that. On the radio, when you're talking for three hours, four hours at a time, you have to be consistent. You have to be yourself. In fact, that's, uh, you know, whether it's your voice or who you are and what you talk about, mm-hmm. that was one piece of advice. And, and I think the golden rule of radio is be yourself. Our idea part, was to not be ourselves. Yeah, that didn't work out. So it didn't well. work out. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a, this is kind of like a master class for us, though. This is good. Well, yeah. you, so I feel like you I'm guys learning. Yeah. treat it like I'm like Charlie Sykes or Jeff Wagner come or on, Steve Scafidi. I'm don't, not. Don't I, be so humble about you, it. Come you on, fill now. in. You're like, on the radio. Fill in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I. How often do you do this? I mean, once a month, maybe. Once a month. Once, a month. once every I mean, other this, month. I mean, for a couple of so days. You're regular. Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Well, I, I think it's really important to. I think there are very few women's voices on the radio. Mm-hmm. Just that perspective things. It's it's another voice in the room. And so right. I think a lot of stations might miss that. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of stations aren't able to find that talent, especially from somebody who's local. Sure. Did you just refer to yourself as the talent? The talent. In fact, I was. This I was is the prima donna. I was telling you about Jim. No, in fact, I was. It, it, I was. I was saying this earlier that uh, during the shows, which are three and a half hours long. It's a lot of time to be oh, yeah. talking to yourself, basically. Yeah. <laughs> is is There are lots of ins and outs. So the segments are seven minutes long, sometimes three minutes long. And you have to get into the segment and you have to get out of the segment. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, 40 times during the course of a show. And I was saying the same thing. This is Tracy on WTMJ, or Tracy Johnson on WTMJ, filling in for Steve Scafidi. And, and after a while, uh, the, the, the news director said, you know, why don't you change it up a little bit? You can always spice say, it spice it up, say the time, tell them, you know, what the weather is. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> it is. It's a little <laughs> insane. Oh very sexy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you could only see <laughs> what's going on back that's, here. That's where a professional comes in. They come in with ideas like that, like say the time. We yeah. never think no, of the time. I've never said the time once. Have you thought about coming up with a nickname for yourself, like T-John or something like no. that? You no. Know? Like- <laughs> if anything, I would go back to my maiden name. Which you, is oh yeah yeah we were gonna take uh, Peplinski. Peplinski. Don't you think that's a good radio name? It is. That's, uh, that's, it is. Uh, what, this is Tracy Peplinski. Tracy Peplinski. Yeah, right. <laughs> Terrible. As long as we're getting into stuff like, let's talk about your mother's maiden name and your first pet's name. Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is for something else. Some other project I'm working on. <laughs> Breezy. <laughs> you know, I talked about uh, location. Yep. Uh, you know, a big thing with. Uh, location as far as real estate is concerned is crime and one thing they say is when the temperature goes down the crime goes down when there's you know it's cold out you know what happened to our work ethic these people aren't going to rob themselves if you're not willing to put in the time to case the joint 
then just get right. a job, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Is this, is this, I yeah. think so. <laughs> Especially on the east side. What I think is, is really lazy is, you know, all those people are warming up their cars. Just go oh, and yeah. take it. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, take yeah. the car. Yeah. Right. Right. I had a, uh, actually I had a neighbor who did do that. He, well, he didn't take the car. He had his car. <laughs> he was warming up his car. So he just came and took it. That criminal was on point. I had a car 20 years ago or so that for whatever reason, you could pull the key out while you're driving the car. Same here. Oh, really? What yeah. kind of car was it? It was a Chrysler LeBaron. Mine was a wow. Chevette. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. But hey, did you hear that they, they had like these statistics that came out about the most commonly stolen cars and you'll never believe what the most commonly stolen and I think cars I've, are. I think I've heard this. It's like a, well, like I'm, Civic and a Camry, which, oh, by the Camry. way, are the most common cars driven. So it only makes sense, right? <laughs> so, yeah. That they would be the most commonly stolen. I thought that was really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. said yeah. that. Well, Civics well, get really good gas mileage. I think that's why they're stealing them. I don't think it's think des- probably- <laughs> I don't think it's desirability. I think it's just criminals get used to breaking into Camrys, or they yeah. understand how to jimmy the lock on a, a Camry expert. This guy's a Civic yeah. expert. Yeah, this, right. this this is a true story. I was in Arizona years ago, and I locked my keys in the car, and I went to the mall police, and I said to them, I said, you know, I just locked my keys in the car. Can you help me out? And they said, we don't do that anymore because liability if we scratch it and you sue us and it's a problem they said go down to the uh, arcade and find a teenager and he'll do it (laughs) and so i went down to the arcade and i found a teenager and i talked actually i talked to the guy working at the arcade and i said you know somebody here that might be able to you know break into my car he says hold on so he gets this kid (laughs) he gets this kid He he gets this kid and he brings him over to me and uh he said, what kind of car you got? I said, you know, I've got a Dodge Caravan. He said, what year? I said, you know, 1988. He goes, those are tough. He goes, I think I can do it. <laughs> and he broke into my car. As far as, uh, as, far as your um, real estate business is concerned, do you, uh, this area here, mm-hmm. Tosa, is kind of a hot market. Do you deal with that at all in terms of, you know, what markets are hot or cold? Or When you ask about what areas are hot... Uh, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, where the investment is. There's the, the, the downtown Milwaukee urban areas are, are very hot right now for mm. office and apartment. Uh, Wauwatosa out by the, the freeway by 45 and the Mayfair collection and all that is, that is hot. Oh, sure. Uh, and the, the prices are high. Mm. And if they could make more land like that, they would. We've got and, a way. Yeah, we got a way. We talked about this. <laughs> okay. Deep tunnel. Deep, deep, deep tunnel. <laughs> I, again, that, that idea will not work. She's very dismissive. Um, <laughs> um, but one of the things that we talk about a lot, driving the demand and driving a lot of the development, that is the access to transportation, the access to roadways. Oh, sure. That investment in infrastructure is really important and drives a lot of that that development and that demand. Uh, Wauwatosa is interesting, though, because of how many people live here and the density uh, mm-hmm. of the the residential um, the residential development. I would say Wauwatosa, Whitefish Bay, very similar. Uh, you can't make more uh, land for, for right. these particular homes to, to be on. And so it's really driving up prices uh, and making it much more desirable across the board. What's your feeling on ur- you know the new urbanist movement? When it comes to, to, to urbanism and building density in downtown Milwaukee or, or even Tosa. Wauwatosa, uh, you know, it's it's a scary thing for a, a vocal group of people, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think stops the 
the progress. Right. Uh, but at the end of the day, people love Boston. They love New York. They love Chicago. Why is that? Because it's dense. Mm-hmm. And it's it's populous and it's lively. But I think one thing about our community is we were not built like Boston mm-hmm. or like New York. We weren't built on transit. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of going at it with the streetcar. We're talking about BRT to Wauwatosa. Uh, and, you know, I think it's making a lot of people uncomfortable. One thing that I've found interesting about this streetcar conversation, mm-hmm. the hop, which I don't yeah. know if is on your list to talk about. I think people <clears throat> complain a lot about it. And mm-hmm. it's it's like they think that bitching about it is going to make it go away. What will make it go yeah. away? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Go ahead. I'm not sure there is a lot that will make it go away at this point, but I think we all have kind of a responsibility to to say, okay, it's here. Are we going to use it? Or if we're not going to use it, then it's going to die on the vine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one way it could go away. Okay, good. Thanks for that. And, and you might <laughs> yeah, see reduced routes. I don't know. But uh, yeah, but as far as the streetcar goes, uh, you know, being in co- the commercial real estate space, a lot of people wanted to see it go further, faster, and sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reality is it needed to start with something. And when clients are looking from out of town to move downtown to Milwaukee, they ask about proximity to the streetcar. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fact. Oh, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not talking about relocating people from Brookfield to downtown. Right. We're talking about- Forcibly. Forcibly, because nobody really. When will we have that conversation? When are we going to have the conversation about forcibly moving people from their house to downtown? That is a topic I was. Okay, we can we can hit that. We can hit that. But we're really talking about attracting people who are looking at multiple cities. Oh, attracting. Okay, okay. Attracting. We can use the word attracting instead of forcibly. Sure. Coercing. Okay. All right. You know, now you were talking about how when there's an idea, there has to be. The people that are willing to put their their savings on the line, willing to invest and get the public-private part, partnerships going. Jim knows this. I always have ideas. Okay. Okay. All he's right. The, uh, he's the idea, idea? idea he's guy. He's the idea guy. Uh, you know, here in Wauwatosa, we got a bunch of restaurants. I'm thinking about opening a Mex-Tex restaurant. I okay. think there's too many Tex-Mex. Yeah. I want uh, Texas food with a me- Mexican flair. Mex-Tex? Aren't they the same? See, this is oh this is where you know this is where public education long, has long to come in. Here, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's it's Mex Tex. It's Mex Tex. So wait, Mex. is it a little more? Is it a little spicier? It's Texas food with a, with a Mexican, Mexican flair. I, right. What is Texas food like? I think steak? I I think I have to do I, more market research yeah, think, because yeah, if, this is, if yeah. somebody just answer the, the question. <laughs> Texas food is you know food long, long horns. Longhorns, food right? normally found in Texas, indigenous like to what? Texas. <laughs> you know, Texas, Texas food. food. <laughs> like Jeez. guacamole? I, I do toast. Have, Texas, Texas toast. Texas toast. Right? Okay. That's one thing. I've got an idea they'll piggyback on this. Okay. And it's to deal with the heartburn that you get from that type of food. It's going to be called Mexium. And it, it'll help with people that, you know, Mexican food or Mex Tex food right. help deal with that problem. I think Mex Tex people will be less have this problem. Yeah. You know, re- no, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reduce the spices yeah, on mine sure. stuff. Apparently you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyway, so this me- is gonna be fast acting. Okay. You just put it in your hand and it leaps into your mouth and just makes a beeline for your esophagus. And you don't in just- a caravan? <laughs> 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 Come on! <laughs> <laughs> the 
Dodge Caravan. Dodge Caravan. <laughs> I thought we were talking the Acura and the... Uh... No, okay. All right, so you didn't like that. <laughs> I, basically, because you couldn't tell me what Texas food is. There's I don't no have to thing. prove myself, all right? I mean, is this how you talk to your real estate buddies? I mean, is this how is this how you get projects moving forward by questioning the efficacy of people's ideas? Sure. Every time somebody comes up with a new idea, all of a sudden you're stomping on it. I I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I can't do that. It's a professional poo pooer. I think what it is. All right. Here's my second idea. Okay. Maybe you'll like this better. Uh, You've heard of uh, the Hard Rock Cafe. Yes. Love it. I collect the pins. Yeah. And this will be one that you can collect. We're planting pins for this restaurant. It's another rock and roll themed uh, restaurant. It's kind of a chicken restaurant. Okay. And I'm going to call it kind of a Beatles themed restaurant. It's going to be called uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. I like it. <laughs> yeah. It's got a nice ring to it. It does. Yes. it does. Would he actually come to see it? He probably would think. promote it. I would think I so. I think he would. I love chicken restaurants. Yes. Mm-hmm. All chicken restaurants. Yes. Like, uh, do you like uh, golden chicken? Yes, it's a chicken yeah. restaurant, right? You know, I, well, I wasn't sure if you were aware of it. I, I am aware. Of I will it. back this up, and I'll probably cut it out. You are aware of his band, right? Called Wings, Paul McCartney and Wings. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was the joke, Jim. You knew the yeah, joke. Yeah, did, yeah. After the Beatles disbanded, they all went their separate ways. Paul McCartney started a band called Wings, and his act yeah. was called Paul McCartney and Wings. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, holy cow, you it's are good. a yeah. tough audience. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. I said it's, it's I a, love yeah, it. I know you it. love it, but yeah. you didn't get the joke. I know. Okay. You're yeah, talking like about it. chicken restaurants. There is a war going on. I don't know if you've seen uh, Chick-fil-A is doing like a lot of advertising. And KFC is doing a lot of advertising. I think okay. they're trying to angle each other out. One could go out of business. I think they're playing an expensive game of chicken. Well, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. yeah, right. I would agree. Right. I, 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 <laughs> See, I got that one. <laughs> I, uh, I think Chick-fil-A, well, do people really choose Chick-fil-A over Kentucky Fried Chicken? I mean, it's like all about location, right? Wait, I don't wait a minute, see wait a minute. Are you saying Are you saying they shouldn't choose Chick-fil-A over Kentucky Fried Chicken? Or that, that are you just confused that people would actually choose sides? Well, if they were across the street from right. one another, yep. which is actually the, the main point is mm-hmm. that they're not going to be across the street from Correct. each other. Right, yep. Not on a Sunday. Continue. Yeah. Not on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah okay. that is Monday through Saturday. Tragic. Okay, let's yeah. get this scenario straight. Go ahead. Yeah, so I I would choose Chick Fil A, as would I. It seems like better chicken. Well, and the lines going out of that place are insane. Yeah, right. So it must be good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll right. say this: if I eat KFC, I take a Mexium because it hurts a lot. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yes. You're eating the fried stuff. Though. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I said yeah. it as a joke, but honestly, I have KFC yeah. once every two or three years and forget how painful it is. I mean, after you get done, work. it's a race with the devil to get to the bathroom after a KFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that is right. too much information. <laughs> yeah, that right, might right. be cut. That might be cut. You might want to talk to Paul McCartney about that. <laughs> That's true. I'll make up for yeah, not yeah. getting my joke. Don't talk to, don't talk to <laughs> Paul McCartney. How old are you? Like 12? What's going on? This won't be on the air. You're asking how old she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I am 41. Uh, really? Are you? For well, the right. record. For okay. the record. All right. And don't add, you, do you want to know who my favorite band is? Yes. Do you want to take a guess? How about like how as, about One Direction? No, <laughs> my kids like One Direction. <laughs> All right, give me Huey a, Lewis and the News. Favorite, yes. okay. I, they're like the well, I don't want to say the only band I would travel for. I've traveled the furthest to see a Huey Lewis concert. Okay, Power Love is a great song. You know, uh, I want to tie in here before we get to our break. Here, one this will tie in both what we're talking about bands. 
and real estate. Oh. I recently went to a city where the streets have no name. I couldn't get around. I was lost. Yes. It, it was just ask Bono. Yeah, it's difficult. Or is to it navigate. Bono? Well, that's that's Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, on that uh, we will take a little bit of a break, and sure. we'll come right back for the second half. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the conclusion of our interview with Tracy Johnson when she talks about how she is always acutely aware of proper protocol when meeting local dignitaries. So you you met the mayor and you assaulted him. Go ahead. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) No, shook his hand. And it was the bad hand. So, and I felt bad about it. How did you know it was a bad hand? Because did he wince? Um, Yeah, and he had a like a brace on it. (laughs) (laughs) You've made it to the end of yet another bait and switch podcast. Spread the word.